If you like what you're hearing on the phillytech.org netcast network, please consider supporting the network with a small monthly donation via patreon.com slash phillytechorg. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash p-h-i-l-l-y-t-e-c-h-o-r-g. And thank you in advance. You're listening to the Social Media Addicts Podcast on the phillytech.org netcast network. Sponsorship provided by Get Flywheel, optimized WordPress hosting at getflywheel.com, wistia.com at w-i-s-t-i-a.com, and Zoho Mail. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the edition of the Social Media X Podcast. We are one episode away from 30. Can you believe it? One episode away is still one episode away. Very profound, Howard. By the way, that's Howard Yermish. He has a cold, so his voice is a little bit French. Oh, yes. I have a little bit of a cold, so it's I will a... be talking like this most of the episode. In fact, I will put a French accent on. Or not. Uh, it says more Russian, actually. Oh, you're making me. You're, I'm not even going to do it. All right. So we've, already, we've been in the show for 34 seconds. We've jumped the shark. Completely jumped the shark. Anyhow, maybe people don't know where that came from. That was actually an episode of Happy Days when they when the show, when Fonzie ju- literally jumped a shark in the episode. <laughs> and that's where it came from, is that he jumped a shark, and that's when the, the, whole episode, the whole series went down the tubes. Well, I am not going to look up that on Urban Dictionary or whatever, I'm going to take your word for it. I actually don't know. You looked it up, so it's all good for me. But maybe we should thank our sponsors. Yes, we should. Wistia, Flywheel, and Soho Mail. You'll hear more about them during the episode. And also, support us. Give us some money. Help us out. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Philly Tech Org. All one word. Throw us some dimes. I mean dimes, throw some nickels, mean nickels, or some dollars. Every little bit helps. So thanks in advance if you can help us out. That's patreon.com slash phillytechorg. And you probably heard Howard at the beginning of the pre-roll saying, if you'll wait, if you'll, well, please donate. Yes. yes, in my fancy radio announcer voice. Exactly. So, anyhow, I just shut the show notes down. Don't shut those down. We well, need to start with our first story, which is yes. about Reddit, because their premium gold subscribers which can I now customize one. the co- they can customize the site with themes. So you're a co- you're a premium subscriber. What say you, Seth? I haven't done it yet. <laughs> but you're just supposed to be jumping all over this thing. It's a premium feature. It's like, hey, you pay your four bucks a month for premium Reddit. You should be all over. I this. just didn't want the ads, and I like I like to support a place that. I feel is good for the health of the internet, both good and bad. I mean, yeah, it can go really deep and dark and spooky in there, but I don't go that far. <laughs> I look at the Android section. I look at the news section. Every once in a while, I trip over some trolls, but other than that, I mean... So you're not going to spend some time customizing your theme or doing different things that way? I don't see the need. You don't? But, but it's a new feature, you should want this. There was actually a feature that they put out for premium users that you could customize the Reddit alien, and you can make him your own. I did that. You did that? I did okay. that. That was fun. I don't even know where I put him. He's somewhere on my computer. But you put him back. I put him back so that could, someone else could use him, too. So. 
But it's, it's neat. I mean, it's an added feature for Reddit Premium Gold subscribers that, you know, because you can get gold in a number of different ways. You can pay for it. You can also be gifted it. So if you really help somebody out, they can gift you gold for a month, two months, three months, four months, and say thank you for your help. And it's basically, would you say that the reason to be a premium subscriber is to get rid of the ad? show support of the site. Yes, pretty much. And even the ads are the ads are pretty good too. So I don't really think it's getting rid of the ads. It's more like this is beneficial to the site. I would like to subs- you know, even though it's owned by Condé Nast, it's not going to go anywhere. It's it's just kind of giving them four bucks a month is not going to kill me. So yeah. who's this new feature really for? It's for the ones. It's the people that don't really have much else to do with themselves. <laughs> As in, this is a, I have too much available free time, it reminds therefore. Me, it reminds me of MySpace and how you could you could do CSS and you could do JavaScript and make things really neat. So if you have a subreddit right. on here or a subsection of Reddit, you can customize that already. So I don't get why you'd want to customize it for yourself when I would prefer to see the subreddit themes. Is this like one of those things where, you know, back in the day, you could, like, make your own style sheet for your browser and yeah. override the styles because websites were all basically just text with a couple inline images? Absolutely. So that's kind of what this is? Exactly. It's exactly what it is. Okay. So 20 years ago, almost no one did it then, so I'm guessing almost no one will do it now. Onward, I think we should go moving on with Mr. Reddit. So let's talk about YouTube, and they yes. are launching their month-long celebration. Of their 10 because years. 10 years. 10 years. You think about you it this it? way. I, I, I can believe it because I remember when it first came in and I sort of looked at it and I kept going, like, this is going to be massive because it really allowed people to publish, but now with video. So it wasn't just, hey, I can publish text or I can publish images. It's now I can publish video. And, you know... Frankly, I wasn't sure it was going to last very long. I figured that, you know, somewhere it would come along that you would need to pay to publish. Mm-hmm. And still, 10 years later, you can upload for free. It's pretty great. Mainly, I think, because Google bought them. Yes, I don't think they would have survived if Google hadn't bought them. Um, but, you know, it is a great ad platform. There are tons of people mm-hmm. who have made um, careers out of YouTube videos. Um, it is definitely, it's, uh, you know, it, it took the concept of uh, local access cable and allowed people to kind of become a star in their living room on a webcam, you know. With I a, Justine. You, and all yes, people like I Justine. Um, all, ki- all kinds of great people. So it's kind of interesting um, that they're celebrating 10 years. In the 10 years, what would you say is the one video or can you think of a video that you said, yeah, this YouTube thing, I'm definitely on board with it. I mean, there's the cute ones like Charlie bit my finger again. Right. Like that one, I think is a funny. It, it's a, there's the viral content that's kind of one-offs. There's the there's the what do they call it? the mob the mob scenes the um flash mobs. There's a the word. Right. Um. Yep. There's the, then there's the contents like Geek and Sundry. I love their um. What's it called? I forget what it's called, but it's Felicia's day and her brother Ryan Day do a right. do a show where they're playing, a, they're doing gameplay on an old retro game, and they're cursing and having a good time, and it's just yep. it's fun to watch. And then they have different episodes of different things that they've had one-offs. And I I think that generally YouTube 
it's still trying to find its niche, whether or not it's trying to be Netflix, it's trying to be Amazon, it's trying to be you know, Hulu for that matter, but it, it really can't be. It needs to be its own its own thing. I think it is its own thing. One thing I don't like about YouTube is that a lot of these YouTube channels did great high production, you know, short seasons of episodes. And then you never see them again. Like there was a Vampire Diary one. Uh, you know, not the vampires, but it was a it was a pretty interesting show. I would like to see some more of those. Like Felicia right. Day did The Guild, and that was like six or seven seasons. And I'm not a gamer. I'm not I'm not a role player gamer or anything like that. But I enjoyed the show because I kind of got the humor. It was funny, and she did ongoing seasons of that. So I get to develop the characters. But on the Geek and Century Podcast Network, which is on YouTube. Generally, they didn't have. They did like you know six episodes of something for Halloween week, and that was it. And they didn't come back next year. It was just that was it. And I feel like it left like open-ended questions and stuff like that. I'm like, what? I feel like you know, YouTube is a long way in another ten years, I think, to really nail down, you know, episodic content if they want to do that, or if they want to do more like Fine Brothers, like skits and comedy and parodies and stuff like that. Well, for me, I would say um, I don't know when I can define YouTube in three uh, videos, but I would say kind of there are three sort of YouTube things for me that really um, make YouTube pretty awesome. The first thing is probably one of the first YouTube videos I ever saw, which was the Numa Numa kit. Yes. The I'm going to lip sync into a webcam and dance. And it was so genuine. It was such a look into this person's soul. And I kept thinking, to myself, how often do we really get to see people, um, I don't want to say like unplugged, but just so true to themselves without any inhibitions. And I always thought YouTube was going to be that venue where, you know, go beyond reality TV and go into, you know, kind of like, you know, the truth of what people do. So that Numa Numa video was always very, very important to me. Um, I always thought I was just like if you want to tell someone about why this is great, show them that because it's pure joy. It's a person just having a, an amazing time. Um, the second thing I would probably look to is this incredible explosion of a, of amazing educational content. Yes. And I mean, like everything where brands are sitting there. Like there's a um, I watch lots of photography videos and Adorama, which is a camera store that I buy from a lot makes ridiculously amazing content that is completely, it's all educational content and it's all for free on their YouTube channel. And the idea is, hey, we bring these great photographers in, we bring these great experts in, and we're just going to give you this content because you're gonna, they're going to show you how to use something that you can buy from mm -hmm. us. So instead of just saying, hey, here's this product and let's review it, it's let's teach you how to be amazing photographers. And I'm seeing that in so many different industries and so many different places and so many businesses doing it. And I really feel like that um, using content as a way to teach how your service, how your product should be used properly, it's also a way to really communicate with your audiences. So yeah, Adorama is doing it to create this great library of how to do stuff. But it's sort of this never-ending thing because there's always going to be new products. There's always going to be new techniques. So that's kind of sort of the second thing. And the third thing, uh, you know, it's not something that I necessarily uh, uh, appreciate. It's the ability for anybody to just do something goofy. And that means things like the Ice Bucket Challenge video. Which everyone gets sick where, of. Where, you know, everyone got sick of. But here's the thing. Everybody made them. So now the distance between can I make a video and look at my video just got really, really small. 
So I always say that the, the way that technology becomes part of people's lives is because people can be creative with it. And video is now a medium that people can be creative with. And YouTube is to thank for that. Because before YouTube, only pros made video. And now anybody with a smartphone makes a video. And they put it on YouTube, and it's really easy to work with. So those are kind of my three YouTube things yeah. if we're celebrating 10 years of YouTube. And here's, an, here's another thing. The biggest search engine on the web, at least in the United States, is Google. The second one is YouTube. YouTube. Because people will search. Like we, like our son made a hole, somehow made a hole in the door, the, of the, the pantry door. And we went on YouTube and looked up how to fix a hollow door. And, you know, yes. expanding foam, which, you know, if you ever do that, make sure it's low expanding foam, not full expanding foam. Because right. it's going to blow up to be about here, and you're going to be up all night trying to trim yes. it. But, uh, yeah, so, so, YouTube's yeah, great, you, you know. So, you know who else is great, Howard? Who else Wistia. is great? Wistia? Why are they great? Because Seth? they are video providers. They, they host their videos, and... They are great. You tell us a little bit more, Howard. I can't share the video because we're using Skype. I know, but the thing I like about Wistia is they're a video hosting and analytics platform. They help businesses get the most out of online video. Think about this. More professional than YouTube. This is something where it really ups the game. It says, hey, we might not have existed without YouTube, but now we're going to provide more things. Everything like how your content's being consumed because you get really great stats. Also, Wistia helps educate their customers by having all kinds of tutorial videos so that people can get better at it. Um, Tutorials on lighting, editing, choosing microphones, all that kind of stuff. A good community. They also have a free version of their service that gives you 50 videos. 50 videos on Wistia. So go check them out, wistia.com, W-I-S-T-I-A.com. But please go to the show notes and click on the link from there so that they know we sent you. They're a great, great group and give them a try. So let us move on to Meerkat and Android. Oh, they're so, so happy. No, we're not. You're an Android person. We're not happy. I am Meerkatting right now. Say hi, Howard. You're, wait, you're oh god! Now you're meerkatting through the computer. Through this is like many worlds of this. What if I were to open my iPhone and start meerkatting your meerkat? That would be a inception. little bit inception. Yeah, I'll stop it. I'll stop it. So you'll stop. Okay, we're not, we're meerkatting, not meerkatting anymore. anymore. And yeah, the point being is that up until today, I was not able to meerkat. Even though the app was out for this whole last week, it was so buggy and so not ready for prime time that I found another one out there called Stree, Stree.am. Right. It's Stree, but it's... Stree. Yeah, it's S-T-R-E.am, which is a neat service as well, and there's a big following on that as well, and I'm hoping for Periscope as well. Eventually it's going to come out for Android. But ultimately, yeah, it's nice that I can now, yeah, I can now see Howard's Meerkats when he does them, which he never does, but, you know... But well, I can see them. I mean, I I I've yet to really compare them to anything other than stream, am, <laughs> stream. But um, stream is interesting. You have to and hold it as you as you do it. Whereas Meerkat is this kind of streaming. I can see eating up your data connection big time, really fast. And I can also feel that I also feel that it. I don't feel like it's ready for prime time on Android, but I do think that every update they they push out, it's getting better. I'm just glad it's out. 
do you think they rushed it to get it just like they needed to get it out there to try to beat I think Twitter? So. I think they felt a little pressure to say, hey, Andrew, people, check out ours. Because from what I hear, from what I hear, Periscope is so much better. I was at, I was at PodCamp News Innovations. Um, bar, no, not PodCamp News Innovations. It's combined two different pod. That's two camps. <laughs> bar Camp News Innovations at Temple this past weekend. And, and Jim McMillan, who's a great you know, Pulitzer Prize winning photojournalist, was talking about how great he loves Periscope and how he watches Periscope videos on the TV, and he's just the extreme version of a Periscope user, you know. But he says, you know, Meerkat's just not there. Periscope, Twitter did it right. Twitter is really getting it. I can't speak to it because we don't have for Android yet. Well, and maybe what Twitter's doing is they're realizing they don't have to be in a rush. Um, you know, there's something to be said for having it directly integrated with Twitter. Um, I'm still waiting for Meerkat to figure out how to use other social networks to Absolutely. join people together, to use those different APIs. Because short of that, you know, it's really, uh, you know, every, I dive into Meerkat every so often. I find myself having a much better experience with Periscope. So maybe the influx of Android users will put some pressure on Twitter to get their Hopefully. Android version of Periscope out. Hopefully that's what we get out of that. Um, I still think between Peer, uh, between Periscope and Meerkat that these are um, transitional mm-hmm, applications, that there's going to be something past this that actually really uh, does the job, so to speak. So I kind of feel like these are baby steps on a larger journey, but they need to be made, and you know that's what uh, part of technology we have to do is we have to take those steps in order to make the uh, Here's the a step steps. that I was kind of shocking, transitioning to our next topic. Did you ever play this secret at all, Howard? I did not, because I just felt like when they first came out with that app, all I could think to myself is that what's going to happen with this app is mm-hmm. cyberbullying mm-hmm. in all forms. Because if there's no accountability, if you are able to say things anonymously, then naturally people troll. are going to they're going to mm-hmm. troll. And the internet has proven that whenever you give people anonymity, people will troll. And this just seemed like the ultimate trolling experience. And as it turns out, that's kind of what Yeah, and they got trolled by their own own thing. And, they, and here's an example. They did shut down. Um, I think I think Friday they shut down. But the thing is that yes. they were not – it was not because of the lack of money. They had just closed some more funding. But they, did this, they returned all the money back to the investors and said, look, we can't do this anymore. They put their hands up in the air and said, look, this is th- not good, this is not healthy, we need to yeah. find something different. And I will say, for them to give back the money, um, I think what they were basically saying is, we're going to do something different soon, and we'd want your trust for that. It's more valuable to get, rather than to say, hey, we're going to keep your money and launch it into a, a new thing, which is typically what these startups do. They kind of pivot, they do something, they change their app, and try to sort of work with that. Um, they want to re- they want to so, uh, they they looked at it and said, "Look, this isn't working. You trusted us, so the best way we can keep that trust with you is we're going to give you your money back, and we'll pitch again when we have something good enough and worthy. Not just oh, well, you already gave us the money, so whatever we pitch, it's like you're already funding it. Um, and I think ultimately that's you know." In the short term, it probably stinks. There's probably spouses everywhere going, you idiot, why are you giving their money back? Like, you yeah. know, there's probably that everywhere. There's still, also, there's um, also still, but, there's, still uh, um, there's still Whisper, and there's still, what's the other one? Um, yak Yak, Yak Yak oh, is out yeah. there. 
Yik Yak. Yik Yak. He's out there. There's a few out there that are still going that, you know, are anonymous. Yeah, and, and those kinds of the things. Yik Yak is just... actually based on geogra- geography. So, like, if you're at Temple, yeah. that's what I was playing with at Temple, you talk amongst the community. And there yeah. is some benefit to it, but not much. It's You know what? It's one of those things that any of the main social networks could probably engineer a solution to in about a week and do it gracefully. And yet they don't. And that's always the question that I have. Why wouldn't Facebook do something like this? And they might look at it and go, well, it's a legal nightmare. Or people would, all they would do is get angry at it. So we're not going to do that. So I kind of sometimes look at those mainstream apps and ask the question, why aren't you doing that? And usually the answer makes it obvious. Um, And I think Secret figured out hey, this is a venue for trolling. So we have to figure mm-hmm. out how to get around that. And they couldn't, so they yeah, gave them the money. Good. So let's thank our next sponsor, Flywheel. We love Flywheel. And they Flywheel. don't need to shut down because they're a Why do we love guy. Flywheel? Hosting. Well, Flywheel is managed WordPress hosting. So it is not just, hey, we can host WordPress, but they actually made their platform specific for designers and creative agencies. So you don't have to be a WordPress technical expert and you can lean on Flywheel because they'll help you by having great hosting that makes it really simple to build your WordPress site, launch your WordPress site, and then manage all of your different WordPress sites with their dashboards that they built designed for modern web development. They do uh, nightly backups, they have really fast load times, they have WordPress-specific security, and a great support team that has WordPress developers, not just people who are like, oh, we do great hosting. support. Joe. So they help designers, great support. So they help thousands of designers around the world launch projects every day. So please support Flywheel. If you are in the market for WordPress hosting, check them out. Go to our show notes, click on our link there, and let them know That's, that we sent you. That is flywheel.com, but go to our website first. And if you don't, still mention it to Correct. them. And They'll thank us regardless. So thank you. So let's move yes. on. Upwards and onwards. Onwards and upwards. Something like that. Anyhow. Uh, Google Plus is now turning into Pinterest. Google Plus turns the users in, into content curators with a new collections feature. I've actually enjoyed it once I figured it out. But it, it's, an, it's the, <laughs> I think it's a decent function. Essentially what it is is that you get to create a collection of posts, video, links, whatever you want, into a box pretty much. And you can share it to your circles. You can right. share it out to public. You can share it out just to yourself. So I feel like it's Pinterest on steroids, in my opinion. I feel like you're bringing the circle aspect of Google Plus and went to Pinterest, and they had a baby, and this is what came out. Got it. Well, do you? For me, and I'll just give you my opinion on this. This would have been an amazing feature mm-hmm. about two years ago. And this would have been the kind of thing where the way that Google Plus was, is really good with photos and different comments, there's certain things about Google Plus that are really great experiences. And I think this two years ago would have helped gain some more momentum with it. But I don't see this as curing the Google Plus ghost towniness. Um, think about it this way. How was this feature announced? Nope, was this at a big out. press conference? Was... It just was like, oh, and we I, got this and, thing. And full disclosure, I had this if thing Google, for the past two months. But I'm special. And I hadn't, and I hadn't touched it. Well, Point again. Is I hadn't touched it till today. And you hadn't, right. 
So my question is this, and, and with all these features and new enhancements, in a month, are you going to be making collections on a regular basis? I mean, I have 35,000 followers, right, but and I you, might be you know, adding, adding stuff, and I'll, I'll make a conscious effort to try and curate some content and put it on there. But I'm also an internet marketer. I also want to know if it's valuable to my clients. I want to know, like, I want to know how everything works. At which point, you know, look, I'm the same guy right. who has 3,500 followers on Pinterest and has no idea how he got them, which is not good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but, it, you know, I think about some of these features. When I thought, when Pinterest first came out, I looked at it and said, look, Reddit's been doing this, Dig's been doing this. There's nothing new here mm -hmm. except for the interface. And so I kind of look at this play and say, well, if I was really, really active on Pinterest, would I look at what Google Plus is doing with collections and would I move it? Or would I just simply duplicate it? Um, and any time I look at something and say, you know what, I would basically duplicate what I'm doing in one place or another – we're on the web. We don't need that duplication. We can link to anything. So unless they're doing something that is so much more special than Pinterest, I don't know why people are going to jump and move and say, yeah, I'll start yeah. doing Google+. Plus." Unless they're still there. So it's, I think it's a little – unless they're still there. And I'll, I'll tell you, if the seven people that are still there that aren't Google hey, engineers, there's actually, honestly, then they, I mean, there's they can go do them. But there's a healthy, rather healthy community on Google Plus still that people still use it. I don't use it nearly as much as I used to, but I mean, because it's mainly because I'm, I'm blogging at Geek's Life, which is a great, you know, where Carrie Lewis slash Loria Vertucci, that's her news site um, after Geekbeat. I'm blogging over there, so I'm not blogging as much on Google Plus right now. But but I still go there daily and check it things out and, and read my, my news there and stuff. I mean, I still feel like it's a valid social network for the most part. This is one more aspect to it, I just feel like is it too little, too late to bring more people in? I think it's Twitter, Facebook, yeah, Facebook Twitter, think, and then I Google+. Plus, and then LinkedIn and Google+. Plus. Uh, well, and I, th I actually think it's um, Facebook, maybe Twitter, definitely LinkedIn in there, third is a strong third. And then in all honesty, I think, you know, you have to give YouTube some some credit. You have to give Pinterest some credit. There's a lot of things Google that I Plus. see happening before really Google Plus, and, and well, it's YouTube, just in terms YouTube of activity. Google, so. In fact, I well, right. But the thing is, people when they're using YouTube, they don't think I'm using yeah. Google Plus. They just happen to be using that social layer. That was one of the things that when Google first came out with this, I thought it was brilliant. I was like, oh, it's just integrated into everything. Except no and one realized bad. they were doing it. And I think this is going to be another one of those things that people maybe they stumble onto and go, oh, look at this collection here. I can see these different things. And I think I know. think Google Plus is going to iterate we'll into see. something rather neat. I don't think it's going to go the way of Buzz. Remember Buzz? Oh God, that was a disaster. I do. But I don't think it's a disaster. I think it Google was. Plus is going to it's going to meld into something different, even if the, every little bit break breaks off, like the photos. Are brilliant. What they do with the photos on Google Plus, you know, auto awesomes and everything. They keep that and it's an app. Great, absolutely. They keep the stream. People when they update their stream, I like that. Keep that. It might, it might not. It might be more of a federated versus a cohesive unit. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll turn into oh. something like Google Wave. <laughs> okay. 
wah, wah. Onward Pinterest, and up Pinterest. Pinterest. Yeah. Speaking of Pinterest, they want developers to build their apps based on its data. That's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, this is a good thing. Um, I have always felt that if you want to create a platform, if you want to create a place that people use a lot of stuff, you have to open up your data and let people do some very creative things. In all honesty, I think that's how Twitter got any of its success, was it let people mess with its data. Now, after they let people mess with its data, they were like, okay, you're the winner, we're buying you, and everyone else, mm. go home. Um, I hope that Pinterest doesn't do that. Facebook lets people use uh, yeah. a portion of their data. Google lets people use their data. Um, as, as far as I'm concerned, opening up a portion of your data, giving people access to some things, mm. lets people get creative. Um, so this could be a really, really interesting thing. Let people uh, do stuff. Um, and uh, I, I look at that kind of move, and I look at Google coming out with collections, and I can think to myself, if I was a developer right now, and I had to choose, where am I going to create some cool stuff? Am I going to do it in the Google universe, which is a great universe and probably has lots of different stuff, or am I going to go where all the ladies are on Pinterest? Absolutely. I'd probably go to the mm -hmm. Pinterest. The money's there. And uh, I just, you know, kind of getting back to our previous story, I don't know where the money is for Google Collections. That's so, the point. I don't know. Here's something else that is badly needed is something other than the like button on Facebook. Have you ever gone to Facebook and someone says, you know, my, my mother just died? Or in Cheryl Sandberg's case, her husband yes. dropped dead suddenly on a treadmill in Mexico. I mean, and then they should, in the VentureBee article, which I pardon, I, I apologize for VentureBee's horrible site, it is clogging up the <laughs> internet crazy. I can't even scroll very easily. VentureBeat fixed this. But um, it just shows that, you know, 11 million, 600, uh, no, 160 million. Uh, a lot of people saw, saw the post, but only a hundred... A lot of people. Over 100,000 people saw the people yes. and 128 people and clicked like. You, can't, you don't want to like that someone dropped dead. So they need to come up with something like like, Correct. recommend, uh, or even just have a drop down that says, you know... I, I know. <gasps> plus one. That would be but amazing. They should do something positive. like plus even one. Plus like you're positive. giving it... Checkmark. I know. Or... See, I, know. I don't know what we should do. How, how... You, you know what the funny thing is? Noticed. I was thinking about this a lot because I have for many, many uh, – I've always had this debate. Should they have a dislike button? I've always felt like you, you button, should not have button. a dislike button. Wait, 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 you sh what I have always thought they could do as an option mm -hmm. is not have a button and just have comments. So you get the – if you don't have a button, you get views as opposed to clicking for likes. So it's showing you, hey, this many people have viewed this, but you're not getting that, hey, I like that. Hey, my puppy just died. Awesome, dude. Like, you know, you can use the comments as a way of this is something that isn't like, like you know, material. This is like something that's acknowledgement. So the acknowledgement is views. People have seen comments it. Comments are, are and, who care. You know. And comments are where people will express that. So I kind of, you know, my rather than thinking, hey, we need different sentiment buttons, my feeling is, can we turn the button yeah, off and just not just have it? use it, honestly, unless you'd like it. Yeah, I mean, my other thing is let someone mm -hmm. create their own button. 
you know, and say, hey, rather than a like button, I want to have a button that says, you know, this is or, the or awesome. acknowledge. <laughs> or sympathy. Right. But... And especially for Cheryl Sandberg, who yeah. is the CEO of Facebook, they should have rolled that out for her. Yeah, well, just, well, they didn't, they probably didn't have enough time yeah, to have it very really freaking out. Condolences go out to the Sandberg over clan. Yeah. Very frightening. Yeah. He was very what, frightening. 48 um, or something like that. He was young. Oh, yeah. Way, yeah. way, way, way it, too it, young. And suddenly, so I'm sure she's grieving. You know, Obama reached out to her and sent sympathies. I mean, it's really scary that could happen. So, everyone hugging her spouse tonight. Anyhow, on a more happy note, let's thank our happy last note. sponsor, Zoho Mail. Yes, we would like phillytech.org. Uh, we would like to thank our sponsor, Zoho Mail, which is professional email designed for your business. They have business class features, business class security, and the convenience of web and mobile. So what I want you to do to learn more about Zoho Mail is uh, sign up for a free ad-free trial. That's up to 10 users, and do it by clicking on the link in our show notes to try out Zoho Mail. Remember, a free ad-free account up to 10 users. So if you have a small organization, go give Zoho Mail a try. It is reiterate something. So 10 free uh, users, ad, ad free. 10 no free ads. users. No ads. no ads. No ads. So 10 with free users, domain. right? No ads. With your domain name and no ads? Wait a second. That would that that must free. be expensive. How much does that cost? It's free. It's free. No. But there would then have to be ads, right? Was what they rely on is no that ads? you're going to love it so much that you're going to want to upgrade your storage to add more storage, and then they're going to add, say, hey, give us a little bit more exactly. money, and we'll, we'll get that started for you. No. no but ads. they would have ads, Never right? an ads. No ads. Okay. So, yes, does Zoho do, do anything else? They have help desk, they have finance, they even have HR and business process, sales marketing, they, they have a CRM, they have a Google Docs competitor, they so on and so forth. Zoho has this like amazing business cloud services it's like Salesforce that does steroids. everything. It is like you know what it is a serious competitor to Salesforce. You know, I always thought about Zoho as oh well they do this and they do this, and then when you really dig into what they can do, it is like if you're a, if you're a small medium business, this is an amazing platform where you can start small and then start building, and it's just awesome. And you're not going in and spending you know a hundred thousand dollars on SAP and you know all this training and licensing. You just go in and you make it's your own. It's pretty awesome. So Zoho, give a you know. Try it out. Look, do some research on Zoho to realize just how awesome. Now here's something really pretty are. awesome, I think, or it could be controversial, or it could be completely stupid. Our pick, my pick of the week, is Sensei. S e n s a y. dot i t. Essentially, yes. what it is is that a way to text message with complete strangers. Now wait for it. Wait for it. Wait. Okay. A terrible that sounds idea, like a good idea. But that you but... can actually ask for advice now about plumbing. About it actually sounds like a very bad idea. The more I talk about it, but on demand, right. the deploy is on deploy, on demand help for anything you need. Get awesome help. Text Sensei what you need. Sensei signals humans who can help, but not dogs. Um, connect and chat instantly. And oh, it's right. totally anonymous. Dum dum dum. So, in depending on what you're asking for help with. You could possibly not get trolled. 
It's a new concept. Okay. I signed up for it. I'll let you know when they open it up to either Apple or iOS. Apple or Android. No. They have um, apps It's a new concept. Too. I'd like to see what how it goes. Um, I'm not really sure what I think of this. But I thought it was worthwhile at least putting it out there saying that it's interesting. And if you want to say hello, it's humans at sensei, S-E-N-S-A-Y dot I-T. You know, this is one of those things that I look at. And the crowdsourcing is becoming this very big, like, hey, let's crowdsource X. Let's crowdsource Y. Whatever that is, crowdsource this. I almost think that this is one of those, let's crowdsource well, the, the, the thing any is, random now, word here and then make a helpful apothecary. And it refreshes this is a helpful wingman, right. a helpful local, a helpful foodie, you know. So the question is, because it's two-sided, hey, I'm going to help out people at random just because I like doing it. Here's the funny thing. I like doing stuff like that. I've always felt some of these things were like, uh, whether it's forum, I mean, like, I used to be I on internet forums back in the day before World Wide Web. I know. So I think about the different forums and I say, I always like to help people. Someone asked a question, I gave a good answer. Why? Because I like to do it. Because when they say thank you, it makes me feel good. So there we go. That's it. Um, I've always liked to take that question and answer, share knowledge. That's has always been a great thing. So is this just a mobile way of doing it? Is this really the next iteration of network news groups? I um, don't know. Maybe. You know, is this like, you know, rec dot, you know, rec dot music dot, you know, jazz, you know, one of those net news groups Man, you to did, throw yeah, it out there really back did, in the 80s. You dated yourself there. Yes. Yes, times. And back in the 80s when you were on all those news groups, the only hope for a date was to date yourself. So, but I'm sorry. Somehow you saw right, that a woman so I have, a have two beautiful daughters. I don't know how that yes. happened. It's dumb What's your luck. pick? So I have a pick this week. My pick this week is Shameless. And why is it Shameless? Because it's a pick for my new course on how to really optimize really your good. LinkedIn profile. My course is... It is a 30-minute video course, and whoa, 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 it's, it's free. free. Now, some, And it's 30 it's minutes free. of video. So here's the deal. For free. It's 30 minutes of video training. It teaches you all about LinkedIn uh, for your profile, all kinds of different steps, things that you could do, uh, things that you might have done already but you haven't thought about doing, really sort of a way to kind of make your profile just awesome where it was already – it might have already been pretty good, but let's make it just really, really awesome. All kinds of tips and tricks, things that I've been teaching clients for years – this was kind of a collection of stuff that every little bit of it, every tip, didn't feel like a course, but I had a lot of them. So I kind of put them all together, and they were all things that I would have answered on my own. You know, if someone said, hey, what should I – like, I'm going to – you know, I just got a new certification for my profession. What should I do? Okay, well, here's what to do with that. None of it felt and, and actually, I have a bigger course that's all this big LinkedIn system on how to do X, Y, and Z. That's going to be a paid-for course. But this was sort of the, the section of content that didn't really fit with that course, but fit on its own as a, let me overhaul your profile. Um, that's something that anybody can do at any point, whether you're, they're using my system or not. This is just a great course. And um, after a lot of thought, I said, you What's know what, I'm going to give it away. Now, catch? I have a tip jar. There has to be a catch. There is no catch. The catch sure? is – no, there's no catch. The catch is if you feel guilty about it, I have a tip jar. And in that tip jar, you can give me three bucks, 
you can be actually anything from a dollar or more just as a thank you, hey, this was a great course. But you don't have to. In fact, the best thing that I want you to do is to take the course, love it, and then share that this course is out there for free with other people that you want. Make me hit my Amazon S3. You know, make me have to pay for that more um, because of the way the video is hosted so that I have a cloud service backing that up. Um, Make me get a bill from Amazon that's more than $6 a month. I mean, I would really, really love to see that. Um, But so far, the reviews, the people that have seen the course, the thing that they really like about it is um, I set it up so you can watch the whole course end-to-end in one video, but you can also do each chapter, and everything's broken up, one tip here, one tip there. Totally walks you through it. You can watch it as much as you want. It works on your tablet. It works on mobile. It's a great course. So what I want you to do is go to – you can just go to my website, howardyermish.com, and you'll see a great big or obvious thing. Or go to our show notes. It and, basically and says – Or go to our show notes. It'll probably be linked there. Howard can thank Howard for the plug. Yes. And we'll thank have that in the there. And also, we want to hear from you. Email us at info at phillytech.org. That's info at phillytech.org. Tweet us at, at phillytech underscore org or call us at 908 908- Seven five eight three two four eight, and leave us a vet voicemail, and we'll play it on the show somehow. We haven't figured that out yet. We'll and figure this that has out. We'll another episode, episode twenty nine of the Social Media Addicts podcast. I'm Seth, who's sniffling over in the corner and needs to take some. <laughs>